0: Hello, 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 everybody. This is another episode of Sports News with Kyle Alexander. Uh, this is the background music for today, in case you are wondering. Alright, now that is a SoundCloud rapper who goes by the name Kid Infinity. Who, uh, his, him and his friends kind of had a group and they... Uh, came up with the name, with the uh, name slash label DC uh, DC Non Production. So you should look them up on SoundCloud. Uh, they have an album and it's pretty good. So um, yeah, all right. So enough a little promotion, but um, let's get into some Monday Night Football preview. We got two AFC West powerhouses colliding as the Chiefs take on the Broncos, and I got the Chiefs winning and remaining the only undefeated AFC team. Wow. Here, let's go into a little analysis here. You got Patrick Mahomes. He's on redshirt rookie on fire. He has a confident boost from throwing 13 touchdowns and zero interceptions in three games. He's a gunslinger. Has a gunslinger mentality. Can throw. He can throw a ball like 60 something miles per hour. Uh, knows how to extend the play. He can scramble his legs and he won't try to scramble just to take off, but to extend the play. Uh, aver- he averages three to four touchdowns per game and 298 yards per game. Um, now you gotta look at the weapons he has, like Tyreek Hill, a fast, deep threat who, once he gets past your safety, you're, you're done. You're done. Uh, he's also kind of a Double slash triple threat on the return game, and also if they use him as a rusher for like uh Wildcats, and he he's gonna be hard to stop on the on the deep ball. So they're gonna have to do something with the safeties. Unless he got a safety with the same or well, was faster than him, but I I don't think so. Uh, next up, his other weapon is Chris Conley, who's a great compliment wide receiver. He can um, like he's he's kind of like a third down kind of ish. Or he actually no, he can get he gets some yards. Like he uh he gets like he's kind of like a yak guy. And uh, I'm trying to fix the music there. But anyway, he's a yak guy. Like he can get the yards, and he's also he's also great in the red zone. Pretty, like he's pretty good in the red zone, and um. He, so he's, you saw him kind of break out last year with the Chiefs, but um, that's pretty much all I have to say about him. Like he he's a great compliment wide receiver. Could be he could become a great number two receiver, maybe like somewhere else if he got the chance. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about him. Then you got Travis Kelsey, obviously, un, um, undoubtedly a top three tight end. He's a red, great red zone threat, and he's a short to mid yardage guy. So, he, like, if it's third and six, he can get you um, like 10, 11, 12 yard catch. And um, yeah, Travis, uh, and especially in the red zone, he's a, he's going to be a big threat, big target. As most tight ends are, so they, gonna, Denver's gonna have to try to contain him. So if Kansas City, they have the quarterback and the weapons, this that's gonna be hard to stop. But Denver makes a case as quarterback Case Keenum. He's proved his worth. He, you know, he played, finished Minnesota season last year, took him to the playoffs, beat uh, New Orleans in the Minneapolis miracle, and um, after that, signed a two-year deal with the Broncos. Now, some people had some questions if he could produce the same, like, uh, produ- if he could have the same production last year, uh, this year. And I think he has, he's he's proved his worth here. And um, he makes some of his other, he makes his other receivers better. Uh, you got some receivers who are, like, deep on the depth chart, where they put them in, like, late-game situations, like, when they do, like, four or five receivers. Um, he'll look to, the, like, he'll target them more, especially... Uh, Courtland Sutton's getting his fair share of targets. Then you got Phillip Lindsay, who's not much to say. I think he's a decent back. He possibly could emerge as their uh, top running back, and um, but it's kind of a position battle there with him and Royce Freeman. Then you got Vaughn Miller, a Super Bowl 50 MVP, elite pass rusher. He's great with pressure. He can pressure the quarterback. He can get past any O-line. Any any lineman, any old line, with no problem with e with no problem in ease, and once he's back there, he's gonna he's gonna put the he's gonna bring the pressure. He's gonna to try to rush the quarterback to get the ball out, or make, like try to get the quarterback to mess up, and and he's a powerful force on the defense. Nah, this is not All right. He's a powerful force on the defense. He's a big part of their defense, and you know that's gonna be that's gonna be the real matchup. There is uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Von Miller. Now I'm gonna get into my week four my week four top players and sleepers. And that was not that's all I'm not playing. All right. Um. Alright my bad There's something wrong With the music I don't know why But uh Yeah so My top Week 4 top players And sleepers is gonna be 5 players For Uh the top players And then 5 players For the sleepers And then an honorable Mention for both I mean Not cause not everybody Can make the cut But some guys Just deserve to be mentioned Now for my top players Not in any specific order With uh But number one I have Mitch Trubisky Uh had a career day with 354 yards, six touchdowns, and a passer rating of 154.6. Now he also set a record, a uh, franchise record, for most touchdowns in a half with five. And he, the fact that he set he set that record in an old franchise, like you know how old the Bears franchise is? It like close to a hundred, pr- probably are a hundred but for him to set that record that's that was truly amazing. And for him to have this career day, that, like that just proves the Bears are one of the they were one of the sleeper teams last year after the free agency period off season period. They were one of the teams that everybody that most people were saying to look out for. And now that they got Khalil Mack, and Raquan Smith, that's that that's dangerous. So I mean I don't know if I I, I don't know if I wanna be quarterback. Facing that defense, but um, Mitch Trubisky's a great young quarterback. Has a lot of potential on upside. Um, number two, we have the wide receiver from Houston, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, hauling in ten catches for 169 yards and one touchdown. He we see a little Deshaun Watson, the DeAndre Hopkins connection back, uh, back and heating up. And uh, he was, he was a big part of the uh, overtime win against the Colts, and also their first one of the season. Uh, I, see, I was feeling that I I felt that if Houston didn't win that game, then they might they might have already like uh, like gotten their way out of the playoff race, like they already eliminated themselves. But they keep hope, keep hope, keep their hopes alive. You know, um, and now we're going to head up north to the Big Apple, but he does not play for the Giants. He, in fact, he plays for the Saints. We got Alvin Kamara at number three with 19 carries, 134 yards, averaging seven yards per carry and three touchdowns. Especially with that 49-yard rushing touchdown he had late in the game to seal the deal with the, add the icing on the cake with the cherry on top. You get the point. Alvin Kamara is a great young back. Uh says Mark he says Mark Ingram's not here. No problem. Like it is all good. That's pretty much what he said. And Alvin Kamara, uh I actually like this kid. I've actually uh saw like one highlight video of him coming out of uh like his senior year of college, at uh, Tennessee and he was he was he was good. And I found he got drafted. I was like, oh I'm not happy for this guy. And now Alvin Kamara is proving that he's a top back. Um, I like I like this kid. That's I I just really like the kid. Alright, um, next up we head over to the west. Los, Los Angeles, baby, city of angels. With that's it? Is this it City? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But anyway, we have young quarterback Jared Goff for the Rams, throwing 465 yards, 5 touchdowns, and a rating of 158.3. Jared Goff having a great day, proving that his that his rookie season was a fluke. He should probably should have been starting, and also proved that Jeff Fisher was not the best coach for him. Sorry, Jeff Fisher, if you're listening to this, which I know he's not. But, I mean... I'm sorry, Jeff Fisher. It just wasn't working out with you and the Rams. I don't know how you didn't get fired sooner. But um, Jared Goff having a great day. Is he better than Carson Wentz? I don't think so. Is, am I being? Was I being a little biased there? Yeah, a little biased. But Jared Goff, I mean, I'll give him his credit. He's a great young quarterback. And last but not least, we have Khalil Mack for the Bears, who is actually over in Oakland. But they wanted to get paid, so John Green and traded him for two first-round picks. But you know who else got traded for two first-round picks? Jay Cutler. Yeah, j- just let that sink in for a minute. He was traded to Chicago for two first-round picks. Well, it looks like uh Chicago got this one right, but... uh. Khalil Mack had four total tackles, three solo, one assist, one sack, and one forced fumble, which gives him a forced fumble in every game, and a forced interception when he hit Jam- Jameis Winston's arm, you know, which was caught by Danny Trevathan. I think Kaleel- Mack has he punched his bad battle- he punched his ticket punched his ticket or his case- submitted his case for a MVP. If you're not considering him for MVP, you're obviously not watching football. And as we have our honorable mention, we have quarterback Baker Mayfield. Let me just... Okay, that's wrong. wrong. Uh, We have Baker Mayfield, rookie quarterback, first overall pick from the Browns, making his starting debut with 295 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and a rating of 70.7. Not a bad game for a starting rookie quarterback. Um, I like actually, I like Baker Mayfield. He was good in college, and I think he he might be the. I, I believe, like I strongly believe, he's the answer for Cleveland's quarterback draw. Now, enough being said, let's get into our top sleepers. First up, we have John Brown, former Cardinal, now Raven. Uh, Who had three catches for 116 yards Averaging 38 yards per catch and a touchdown He's on a one-year deal So if the Ravens don't resign him What are y'all doing? Uh, Danny Trevathan uh, is next up for the Bears Four total tackles, two solo, two assists And one interception Which was the one that Khalil Mack batted Winston's arm Uh, I'm trying to go through this quickly Because I have a lot of time Trevathan, he's kind of on the older side about me. can Old people can have good games, too. <laughs> but uh, third is Chris Carson, a running back from Seattle. 32 carries, 102 yards, 3.2 yards per carry, and a touchdown. He's kind of like, he had this game and the game against the Cowboys, so he's kind of proven that he, he's their answer after Marshawn Lynch. Um, next up, we have Calvin Ridley really continuing his rookie campaign with four catches and 54 yards with two touchdowns. I mean, four catches for 54 yards, not bad, and two touchdowns, it's a great game, especially for a rookie. And last but not least, we have George Kittle, the Titan from San Francisco, who had six catches, 125 yards, one touchdown, which was an 82-yard touchdown. Longest play by a Titan in San Francisco history. And next up we have an honorable and we have our honorable mention wide receiver for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, who's actually I believe he's an underrated receiver. Had 10 catches, 77 yards, and one touchdown. It's a great game, even though they still lost. But I mean Sterling Shepard, he's one of the more underrated receivers, in my opinion. So um yeah, that is it for Sports News with Kyle Alexander. I will talk to you guys next time. See ya.